So, um, hey, welcome back. This is a, this is a quick follow up to um, yesterday yesterday's episode, and um, and and for those um, hopping in for the first time, this is Burn Your Boats with me, your host Matthew Lestalia. Thank you for coming and checking us out. Hopefully, you had a chance to listen to yesterday's episode. Um, typically, I don't do episodes like this back to back. Um, as far as days and releases and what have you, but I was mentally hashing out or, or rehashing the content that I had delivered yesterday, and part of <laughs> part of, part of the intent of the episode, I uh, I just kind of missed um, as I was going off on on different um, kind of tangents and and explanations and what have you. Um, and I, and that's, that's not, um, that's not abnormal for me, but I did want to provide a follow-up, um, and just to help kind of wrap some things up. If you felt like, uh, maybe, um, you were, you were a little confused on some of the connections, um, and some of the points, um, yesterday and, and, and how it all kind of connected to get connected together, um, I'm going to try to wrap it all up and, and tie everything together and with a nice, neat pretty little bow for everyone today um so essentially one of the things that i covered and kind of how i started things off is um i was i had heard this leader um speaking to somebody on their team about um and was like oh my gosh why do you have to question every single little thing like everything that comes up you have to question it and he was he was obviously very frustrated and um, and later on, I had talked about the and this this was a leader in the army, a junior leader in the army, and uh, I had gone on later to um, talk about the fact that um, you know we we entrust these leaders that that potentially at, at his level um, and similar levels, um, these guys can these guys and girls can be very young, can be very 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 young, and so um, it's we we put an immense amount of trust in them to accomplish some of the most important aspects of. Uh, of, of our military, you know, like wars and battles are essentially won at the, uh, the platoon and squad level. And that's where, um, these guys are, are team leaders and squad leaders. And, and so it's, um, it's very relevant. It's very, um, it's, it's a very big deal, the things that you're allowed to do and the responsibilities that you're given. Um, but one of the things that we had talked about also was the importance of, of developing trust in the team. And we talked about like interdicting your own thoughts, um, as you're as you're responding to things, if you're not responding to things in a way that is beneficial and provides um, improvement and progress for your team, and it builds trust and, and and helps foster a better environment for you and everyone around you, um, we talked about like the strategies and approaches that you can use to try to do that. Um, but what I forgot to do was to go back in and, and address the, the team leader and that, that leader that was having that frustration with that individual, um, to kind of address that head on. Um, because that was, that was what spurred, that's what spurred the whole episode yesterday, really. Um, that, and you know, the whole coronavirus thing, just, you know, that little guy, but, but so, um, so you got these guys, you got these leaders, these guys and girls that are leading these soldiers and, and um, and like I said, they're they're trusted with these great levels of responsibility, and many of them have accomplished so many amazing things, and have have done things that most of the people in the world will never do, never even have the opportunity opportunity to do. Um, and and like for me, I was able to to 
become a jump master and to lead operations where I safely inspected, uh, you know, the the equipment of people that were exiting aircrafts and and made sure that they exited safely and that the whole operation went smoothly and and effectively and and was fantastic. It was just such a big, significant thing um, to be in charge of. And so that's just one example of so many that these people, that these young leaders are, are given the opportunity to do if they're able to show the proficiency in doing so. And a lot of times we give them the opportunity to um, to live up to a greater expectation, to go, okay, you know, like you haven't demonstrated your ability to lead in this capacity yet, but I'm going to give you the opportunity to do it. And you're going to have the chance to fall on your face and learn or to succeed, you know. Um, and that's, that's part of the growing process. And that's one of the things I really have always appreciated about the military. But the interesting thing and why I bring all of this up is because you have this whole new situation that has, um, caught caught everybody, uh, a little sideways, a little, little, um, off their center of gravity, if you will, because we've never dealt with this before. As much as people may want to treat it as not a significant deal, I kind of went into that in yesterday's episode and the different tribes, and that's why I'm in Tribe C. Um, if you're confused by that, go back, check it out. Um, but uh, but yeah, so you got these leaders, and they're they're in this position, they're in they're in this fog, and they're you know they're trying to execute the orders that are given by their commanders, and 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 you got these soldiers, and we can go into this whole thing about. You know, the, the discipline of soldiers and how, you know, the indoctrination of of the civilian to the soldier life is not what it used to be. And so the trust um, or like the, the trust in the system and the and the buy in to the system, to the military, to the army specifically, I say, is isn't what it used to be because the the indoctrination is not what it used to be. So. Um, so, yeah, there's there's that. And I'm not going to get into into that any more than I just did but I, that is a very relevant aspect of this is that you know there's a different generation of people there's a different indoctrination level and so with that you have people that are not going to come in and inherently just be like yep my leader said it and I'm good to go because that's what my leader said and, and you know he knows what's best and he's following you know the guidance from other people that I trust inherently and and so like that's not natural that's I mean it's not um it's not the standard it's not the baseline expectation anymore so, um, with that, it's like, what can you do? What could you have done? Like one hindsight's 2020. So you can look back now and be like, man, I, I really wish that these soldiers, uh, would just freaking listen and like, okay, well, why aren't they, you know, maybe you didn't establish trust in the way that you could have, you know, like may, uh, you go back and we talk, we talked about, you know, building trust and we talked about the importance of, of creating that dynamic. And if you're doing, if you're taking actions that counter that and how to stop that. Um, one of the things that I thought was particularly relevant was the, um, was like problem solving that like problem solving techniques and tactics and, uh, and like tactful conflict resolution. And so, um, I, I, I was thinking about it and like, okay, so what I typically recommend when people come up, um, when, when you have a subordinate or a team member that's coming up and they're, they're questioning things and, and you're feeling challenged to like the, uh, there's, there's kind of a framework that you can go off of. That's basically like gratitude, 
you know what here i'll just walk through it so um and we've gone through this before on the show so i apologize if you've listened you're like yeah no i already got him in like, like i heard you before but like so I, you know, a lot of people come back and it's not this is not a bad lesson to reiterate from time to time so um so the way that i kind of lay out tactical conflict resolution is the first thing that you need to do is thank the person so if someone's coming up asking a question like hey Thank you. I appreciate. It. I appreciate that that you're coming to me with a question, and 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 you know that um, that that's it, it, a valid point. You know, like validate the fact that what they're saying isn't isn't crap. You know, like you're not dismissing them out of hand. Um, reiterate the problem back to them. You know, that's the next step. So re so thank them. Be grateful for the fact that the, you have the opportunity to communicate. Um, and then reiterate the problem back. Uh, uh, we call this like back briefing um, in the military. Um, so back brief it, say it back to them. And so because you'd be surprised, even though they just said the problem to you, the way that your brain already like mentally interprets that can be different than what they actually said. Like you're, where you're placing emphasis, where you're placing focus is not where they were. It was on the wrong words and, and that led to an entirely different interpretation of the entire problem itself. So you're reiterating it back to them with like, yeah, no, that's mostly right, but really this is the thing. And really them hearing it from somebody else can even change their own perspective on it immediately. So it gives an opportunity to just gain clarification. So when you reiterate the problem or the issue back to that person, then you want to ask. You want to ask, like, is that is that correct? And then they, and then you really need to like you need to embrace this process, like, like you want to, like, pretend like it's something you want to do. Like, <laughs> I had a I had a leader tell that to me. That was the first time I ever heard it. Um, I was a, uh, I was either a junior leader myself, like a buck sergeant E five, or um, or maybe I was even just a specialist at the time. And, uh, and, and we were like scrubbing, taking these, these letters off of, off of some Humvees and this leader comes up and, and there's a couple of young soldiers that were there like, Oh, I can't get it off. It's too hard. Like we need different stuff for like, you know, I just can't do this and it's stupid. And the leader, all he said was pretend like it's something that you want to do. And he just walked away and I was like, Oh, Oh my God. That's so real. (laughs) Like if you really wanted to do it. Like, you would find a way. You'd be like, oh, I could use this instead. Let me get some soap. Let me, you know, like, like, but just pretend. Pretend for the next 50 minutes that it's like, it's like you're going to the club, you know, and you have that level of excitement and motivation if that's the thing that you're into. Um, and so en- engage the listening process when they, when you're asking them if it's correct and en- engage that, um, like, I wouldn't say aggressively, but like enthusiastically, like mentally enthusiastically. Um, you want to make sure that you're battling confirmation bias. This is kind of like a, the underlining theme throughout the throughout the process is that you don't want to dismiss what they're saying out of hand because it goes against what you're saying, but you also don't want to agree necessarily with them out of hand because you you agree with the problem. And so you guys are all like high five and like, yeah, this is stupid. Yeah, this is stupid. Like, you know, like you agree with me. It turns into the echo chamber kind of thing. Um, so you want to, in order to do this, you want to actively seek evidence when you're, when you're talking about this, you want to, you want to try to put the focus, um, on a lot of the facts, a lot of the who's and the what's and, and the how's, um, to, to really try to dig into those. Um, the, a lot of the questions that come up will be wise, you know, and, and it's easy to defer to be like, oh, well, the higher up said it. 
And like, no, that's not the way that you back leadership. That's not the way you back the vision for your company and for your organization. That's that's the way that you shift blame and, and you create um not contestation but um but but it's like uh like rifts and that's how you create disconnects um between people in the unit like you want to you want to be providing the motivation for people to buy to buy in to the mission and so you having this is why it's important before this interaction that you have these types of interactions with your leaders if you don't fully understand. And if there, if somebody's asking you a question and you don't have a good answer to it, like maybe that's not their fault, you know? Like acknowledge, like, hey, you know what? That's a good point. I didn't think about that. Like this is when I got this guidance, I thought this. I was like, okay, this is good because of X, Y, and Z. These are some of the struggles we'll have to get over in order to accomplish this. But together, I know that me and my team can do it. And that's what I thought when I thought about it. And this is what you're telling your subordinate, your team member. That's what I thought when I thought about you guys like, oh we're gonna be able to take care of this because it's really easy but you know what i never really thought about that question that's a good point then that validates them and lets them know that you're not dismissing them and that it's it's valid and then they can also see your perspective and your point of view on it and be like oh yeah no and, and they feel that faith and that confidence that you have in them like oh yeah no he really does believe in us as a team um and then you ask for input you know you want to you want to figure out like okay now that we got the facts straight we figured out how like you feel about it you know and, and why you're questioning and that's one of the things that i really try to sift out personally is i try to sift out um what what's the motivation for the questioning um is it pure is it honest you know and that's where we get into the point of back into the specific thing that i actually observed which was that person who's like oh my gosh you always question everything and that can draw in that'll draw on me i'm human like i give you these skills and these techniques but oh, if you don't think i get frustrated you're crazy crazy <laughs> so i uh yeah no so i get it i get it and it's so i mean you got to know your people and that's that's part of the process too is that you really got to take the time to get to know your people and and to to invest into your relationship with them because then you know them and you know kind of where they're coming from and where their head's at and everything um and that way it can help you to figure out right off the bat if like this is an honest legit question or if they're just kind of like oh i don't like doing work you know and i just i'm gonna question it because i don't really want to do that stuff you know like and you can it can help guide you, and so that way that can help guide the whole conversation if you understand that, and you can you can gear your questions and everything towards that. Like, do you have a problem with, you know, going over here because we got to go, we have to deal with these people, and I know that you don't like dealing with those. Like, the more that you know your people, the easier this whole process is, and the more times that you do this process actively, if you're not doing it naturally yourself, the more times you do this, this is a very great way to get to know your people. So look at it. Look at these these questions as an opportunity to do so. And just like that leader who had a kind of that, that quick breakdown, like, oh my gosh, you're always asking questions. Like that's a chance for you to reflect back and be like, oh, okay, I can interdict that thought. And like, you know what? This is an opportunity. It's an opportunity to do it and um, and, and to get to know your guy. And if you know your guy's always the guy, the guy that asks questions, you know, then you can address that in that way. But when you ask for their input back, once you got all the facts leaned out and you figure out what they, what their thoughts and feelings are and what's, what's the holdup for them, um, you can ask for their input. Like, well, what do you think? You know, what do you think that your, um, <laughs> oh, Mike, <laughs> boomstick just came crashing down, but I got it. <laughs> oh gosh. Technical difficulties. I'll blame it on coronavirus. It's the Rona. <laughs> The Rona came in and knocked the mic over, <laughs> but, um, but after that, you know, uh, you get their input and their, their idea and, and through your, um, 
through your experience and, and your expertise of working in the field and everything, um, you can you can uh, help to develop a plan together. You know, you can help them see kind of the um, the potential flaws and and perhaps their input of their or their their um, desired or proposed course of action. You're like, okay, yeah, no, that's cool, but like, well, I want you to think about this. Like, if we do that, then X, Y, and Z is going to happen. You know, these are what in the military we call the second and third order effects. These are this is the fallout. These are the consequences of choosing that path and that course of action. And there always are. There always are um, second and third order effects. It's just like, what do you want? Are they the, Are they desired? Are they thought about? Are they considered? You know, and is it worth um, if it's if if they're negative, are they small enough where it's it's worth the cost? You know, and that's things that you can help um, your your team to consider during this process. Um, and so, with with all of that, that's really that's really what I wanted to come in and and, and add on to this is that you know look at those oppor- look at those events as opportunities. Um, use the tactical conflict resolution format. You know the the gratitude reiterate problem. Actively listen. Battle confirmation bias. Um, sir- sift for facts. Um, get ask for input and develop the the a course of action together. It's because that way when you develop that together, then you you have buy in. They were a part of the process. You know and then you can work together to help accomplish the goal. Um, so yeah, that's, that's, I really, I wanted to follow up because I felt like I had left that off and I think that that's really important and you know, we're, we're dealing with this, we're all dealing with something new and so it's hard, but there's the, the amount of growth that we can get from this, the, the way that we come together can be a really beautiful thing and it, it, it's unfortunate that it happens through these really tough times and these kind of disastrous, uh, chaotic moments, but there always is the, this beautiful opportunity for growth. And so I hope that we're looking for that now and not waiting for afterwards and the fallout to do it. Look for those opportunities that you can make yourself better, that you can make your your community and your family and your team and everybody else's lives better because you're the leader. So step up. Be the leader. You don't have to be in that official position. Be the leader. Naturally be the leader. Be there. Reach out to people. Let them know that you care. Let them know that you love them. Again, just like I said yesterday, we're going to get through this. I love you guys. I appreciate you. Um, kept it nice and short and sweet today. Like I said, don't normally do follow-ups like this, but um, I wanted I wanted to, to wrap up the idea from yesterday. So hopefully this provided some good input. And until next time, I love you guys. Be safe. Breathe easy out there.